and welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. We got a crew with us here today, and we got one unfamiliar face that's joined us here on the show today. And as it is tradition, after I get this other shit out of the way, we got Nick Anaselli. Look at that. First time, Nick. First time. First time. Boom. <laughs> you got my man, Brian, representing the UWO down here in the corner. What's happening, everybody? And sir, our new guest, as it is tradition, you have a New Japan 20 count to introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are and how you became a fan of professional wrestling. And your 20 count starts now. Going on, everybody. It's Narcolepsy Boy 94 from TikTok. Most people know me from TikTok, aka Malik. Uh, glad to be here as a guest. Appreciate talking wrestling with, with a lot of people. And, uh, whew, man, I've been a wrestling fan since I was about six, seven years old. Fell in love with it during the Ruthless Aggression Era time days. I don't really remember like how exactly I fell in love with it, but it was right around that, like 2004 ish, was around that time when I really started watching it heavily. So ever since then, I've just been hooked ever since. Word. You, I you have actually, one question. You actually don't have a twenty count, but I mean that's just what we say here. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was trying to, I was trying to follow the rules. Sorry, we're flexible. We're like AEW. Hey man, this is a rogues gallery of motherfuckers. We do what we want around here. You can break the rules. Oh goddamn it! I'm probably making all kind of microphone noises. Right <laughs> so I have one question for you before we start. How old are you? Twenty-four. Twelve. Hey, I'm not the young buck for a change. Uh, yeah. Way to go, Nick. So I always get, I guess you would say roasted around here because I started watching the Attitude Era, like 98, 99, because I'm 20. Oh, yeah, I started watching. <clears throat> I was born during the Attitude Era, so I didn't really watch the Attitude Era live during its day. So I didn't get to so, experience that. Yeah, Rob, they try to make us feel old. Yeah, yeah for you, real, right? you, you were around the same time frame pretty much as me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but so they old, so don't mind that. Oh, so these guys, you know, they're from different generations. It's all good, though. It's all yeah. good, though. We're just in a different bracket. I mean, yeah. I, we we leveled up in the game a couple more levels than y'all. That's that's what that is. <laughs> well, word. We're here to talk money in the bank. And um, ever so briefly, yesterday we got on here, we talked about Slammiversary 2021. Um, gentlemen, y'all put eyeballs on the show, Slammiversary last night. Nick, let me get your thoughts real quick. I did a little bit. Like I said yesterday, not a huge impact guy, but I came to talk it. It was pretty good. I love, we got some things right. We got some things way off. Uh, but overall, that was a pretty good show from what I peeped. Mr. Bryant. Um, I enjoyed the show a lot. I thought it was fun. Um, I thought the surprises could have been bigger, but I kind of liked the, the No Way Jose uh, appearance since we can't really I was like, that. I, I was like, no way. I, I, that that one kind of shocked me because I wasn't <laughs> expecting that one. He's been out for a while now. Um, the Mickey James thing, uh, we kind of threw it out we knew, there. We knew that. We knew. We that. knew something was going to come up with Mickey, so Mickey wasn't too big of a surprise. And then B Rob's boy at the end of the night showing up was a total surprise. So I, I was I was really shocked about that one. But overall, impact, good job. And the yes. exhibition match killed it like they usually do. Yeah, and then we can't gloss over the fact that um, out of the people that did show up, uh, Thunder motherfucking Rosa. Yes. Boy, it wasn't even thinking about that too. one. She looked real good. Always. And I, 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 I ain't going to even say half-heartedly. I, I almost wholeheartedly thought she was going to come here and take the strap. And just, just leave that bitch. Because it's not out of the realm of possibility. Why is she not signed 
to a motherfucking company, but she's making that bread though per appearance. So <laughs> maybe that's why. It's probably why. To be honest, she's probably just being flexible with her options. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah, that's saying? like my that's like my job. It's like I can kill it and um, getting all these overtime hours and shit. Or I can move up and be management and shit and just kind of get a salary. But I was like, I'm killing it in the motherfucking overtime. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you already got another. You already got another source of income anyway. So why not? Yeah. But I mean, I want more. I want to <laughs> take my bank account to the moon. Whoa! <laughs> I love that new sound drop, by the way. But, yeah, man. Um, I I dug it. Loved the Thunder Rosa shit. The Chelsea. I'm, I'm not hype about Chelsea or whatever, but it's good for her as a person, as a person that needs income and loves the sport of professional wrestling. That's cool. Awesome. You got to do things with your boyfriend and shit. Um, I, honestly, I've never been a Chelsea Green fan. Even yeah. Lorva and Ness never did nothing for me, yeah. but uh, it was cool. It was a cool surprise. Yeah, but motherfucking Switchblade J. White. Boy! Um, boy, pfft. Man, I had my gun on my hip. I wanted to shoot some shots in the air and shit. I was like, "Bow, bow!" That's that boy. That's my guy right there. But besides, besides him, besides Naito, because Naito's my favorite in New Japan. Jay White was my second. Yeah, I, I when the when the Bullet Club logo came up, I thought the fucking Gorillas of Destiny was gonna come out. That was my first thought too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought that was because you know yeah. they notorious for talking shit online and saying that they're gonna pop up somewhere and never really do. But um, even then, when Jay White came out, I thought he was going to get in the ring or whatever. He was going to talk shit. Looked like they was going to jump him. Then the gorillas was going to come out and jump the mother motherfuckers. So I was holding out hope. But all in all, Slammiversary was a decent show. Moose need to start talking at a normal cadence. Oof. I said it. But uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to Moose yesterday, man. I, I, I was in shock. I was like, how the hell you lose this match? Yeah, I, there must be more. There's got to be more to the story. Yeah, there's got to be more. This dude just signed a motherfucking contract with this company, so and then lo- loses the Chris Saban, the, the the Alex Saban. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into motherfucking money in the bank. Nick, do you have the card up or? Yeah, I can pull it up right now. Ten seconds. I'm not, Nine, I'll say this: eight, ah. seven, seven, six, six five, five, four, <laughs> three, fifty, two. One and, and you I got it. And I got it. <laughs> no, I'm saying before. Well, I got, I'm pretty excited for tonight, not just because of fans being back and all that. You know, there's going to be surprises, but it's a good card. We have a lot going on tonight. Uh, so the first one we got, which I guess I want your guys' opinion, all of you opinions on this. So I've been talking kind of internally about it, maybe briefly with Rob, but I was for sure thinking this pre-show match was going to be at SummerSlam. The Usos. Uh, going after Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Maybe they'll run it back at SummerSlam. Uh, I personally thought it was going to be at uh, SummerSlam. Crazy that this one's on the kickoff show and not the Raw one with the uh, Viking Rays and AJ Styles and uh, Omos. Maybe because that's they just want more eyes on that one. And maybe they want this on the pre-show because it's going to be on SummerSlam. But... Uh, I, I'm torn. You know why know. it's on the pre-show? Because Jimmy got in trouble. Yeah, because of Jimmy's <laughs> post-show. Yeah. I, me personally, I think, I think Ray and Dom dropped titles tonight. Yeah. 
I can see. I think I'm gonna go with the Usos. And historically, whenever one of the Usos get in trouble, they get the strap. Yeah. Elimination yeah. Chamber 2019 or Fast Lane, whatever it was. I think Jimmy got his last DUI, then got the strap. So I'm gonna think tradition's gonna follow suit. Usos yeah. gonna get it, and that's how they're gonna end. Uh, that's how they're gonna end Raw. I mean, Money in the Bank, and then on SmackDown, they might just go the same route, just with maybe Cena and the Mysterio. So I'm gonna go with the Usos here. Uh, what you got, yeah, um, I, I have to I have to agree with Nicholas. Um, I have to go with the Usos on this one. Like Nick said, you know, for the majority of superstars that work for WWE, whenever you get in trouble outside of the company, you're usually getting punished. But you got to remember, Jimmy's in a main storyline right now on SmackDown. And with all due respect to the Mysterios, they've done 0.0 with those titles. Uh, the storyline makes more sense if the quote-unquote bloodline had all the belts. So for me, going into SummerSlam, I have to go with the Usos winning tonight. What you got, my man? Uh, I don't see them winning the straps tonight. I think they're going to win it at SummerSlam. I can't see them winning on the pre-show. I think SummerSlam is going to have a bigger environment with bigger stakes. And there's going to be – I think think SummerSlam is when the bloodline all officially comes together when they get all the straps and everything. So um, for this to be on the pre-show, it's the only reason I don't see them dropping the title, I think. SummerSlam, they'll have a rematch of some sort, maybe with the stipulation or something. I don't know. But I think SummerSlam, maybe like, I don't know, they get a rematch. You know, Roman says something like, you guys need to step it up or, you know, some something goes on within that storyline. And then the Usos, maybe they just, I don't want to say change a little bit, but maybe they just be a little bit more different, a little bit more violent or something, you know, in their, in their matches to, to take the strap from, from the Mysterios. Because the Mysterios, like you said, haven't done really anything with the titles. And that's not really like their really booking all I mean, they haven't. They won the titles and they haven't been on TV that much since they've been the champion. I don't think they've even defended them yet since they've been the champion. So, um, just for me, I just I, I can't see them dropping the titles on a pre-show because, like, who really? Very variety of fans watch the pre-show. I know I don't. I don't watch pre-shows. I just watch the main card. So, you know, I just I can't see them dropping the titles on a pre-show, especially with a match like that. You know, you have brothers versus father and son. Like, you know, that's like that's something you would want to see on on a main card. We're brothers, we're happy, and we're singing, and we're colored. <laughs> nah, see, I'm going to throw an interesting wrinkle on that. Well, at least I think it's interesting and whatnot. I mean, they haven't really indicated too much in the actual storyline, but I kind of feel like, and I'm sticking with tradition. They got in trouble, so they're going to win the straps. But in some kind of way, uh, you know, them getting the belts and maybe Roman losing his belt it makes them look at a, a different way at Roman. And it, you know, it kind of shuffles that dynamic around. So now they the two with the titles and Roman ain't got nothing. So it's like shit talk between them. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I kind of see that kind of happening or could po- have the possibility of happening. I, I like that idea. Um, and then it was just like, maybe they have ulterior motives to where like, you know, Jimmy was very re- hesitant and resistant to the idea of being a part of the tribal chief's table and all this other crap. So maybe it was a ploy to get in good with him, you know, get him comfortable and shit, and then stab him in the back when he ain't looking, you know? So the titles might be the catalyst for that. Who I think whoever wins, loses, this is definitely going to be shenanigans, though. Yeah. Definitely we, shenanigans here. Yeah, and then... Nick loves shenanigans. Oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> and then... Shenanigans you know, we talk about this being on the pre-show. I mean, yeah, we, we don't look favorable on it, but they gonna have a live motherfucking crowd. So yeah. might might be trying to hype them up before the um sh- kick off. 
you know? Oh, we yeah. saw a title change already. What's going to happen next? Ah, shenanigans. This is what's going to happen. So, what we got next on the card? Sticking with tag team, you got the raw tag team title, the Viking Raiders versus AJ Styles and Lock. Gotta, I'm just gonna go AJ. They're gonna, they're gonna win because they're gonna. I think guys might agree to agree. I think it's gonna end up for RK Bro at SummerSlam. Do I think it's probably gonna be a banger of a match? To be honest, the Viking Raiders can go. We, we all know that. Um, still wish they were the War Raiders. I'll always say that. But um, yeah, they're gonna retain it. I just hope Big Man shows out good tonight because I want to see him do well. Word. What you got, Brian? Um, originally, I wanted to go with the Viking Raiders experience, War Machine, Hanson, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know why I do have a funny feeling that AJ and Almost are going to keep the titles. Again, another situation yeah. in which the tag team champions have 0. 0.0 to do and have done nothing. So I would, if I was WWE, personally, I would take the titles off of them and actually put it on a tag team. But then again, it's WWE, so we all know what's going to happen. Most likely, AJ and Almost will keep the belts, and they'll keep it till SummerSlam because Almost is a draw in their eyes, being the six foot seven or seven foot six, whatever nine, monster nine, dude. Nine point two. Yeah, for real, like this huge monster <laughs> dude. So I could totally see them keeping the belts on AJ and Almost for this one. Word, and you know, it would purely be to um, hype it up for the next people who are going to take the strap off of them or whatever, because I would rather see a big SummerSlam match, you know, with, you know, a great tag team that they built up, take it off them at SummerSlam if that's going to be the case. But the Viking Raiders experience machine is a good tag team, so they could be that tag team holding it down at motherfucking SummerSlam. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah. especially Big Hanson, man, it's just like that bitch getting there and do a court with and the fucking crowd going to lose their shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so. true, too. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I hate that AJ's in this tag team. I just don't like it. I just, it just bothers me. I just don't want to see him in the tag team at all. He's much better in the singles run as a main eventer. They put him with Omos, but I don't really see them doing anything with Omos, even when they split up the tag team. They're not yeah. going to do nothing with him. Um Last person, last real monster we thought they were going to do something with was Braun Strowman, and he was he was really over at one point, and they still messed that up. So they ain't do they nothing with Braun Strowman. The they definitely not going to do something with Omos because Braun Strowman is ten times better than Omos. So yeah, yeah. I, I I just don't I don't like this team at all. I really really just don't like the AJ's in the stack team. It, it bothers me so much. I just wish they would just drop the titles already and just there's so many things you could do better with AJ. Like I, I really hope yeah. that. They drop the titles, and then when the draft comes, they move him back to SmackDown so he can be on SmackDown again because he was a shit on SmackDown. So yeah. I, I, just- I was really – and I still – I'm just like you. I agree 100%. I hate AJ. The only reason I liked it is because he became a Grand Slam champion now with that, which I was all about. I was really but even if you're going to do that, like why put him – you put him somebody – at least somebody he could be a, at least a good a, a good partner or something. You know what I'm saying? Something that's, you know, oh, like yeah. – because at first, you know, when they put the team together, I was like, okay, you know, like – they're obviously Braun Strowman and Nicholas. That's what it was. <laughs> they're obviously was doing definitely. this to get you know to help out Omos. Okay, but like let's see where it goes. But they haven't done anything with this team. They won the titles at WrestleMania. They were off TV for like a month, and they, they just haven't done anything with this team. So like it's all just pointless to me. So I rather just I do agree with you. Eventually, I, I think RK Bro is going to win at SummerSlam because um, they're, they're definitely going to be the tag team champions at some point. They're already getting over, and fans are going to be back now, so they're probably going to get more over with the fans and everything. So it just. 
I'm just gonna say AJ and Omos just yeah because I mean I just I just don't really see them dropping the belts right now. But hopefully, I I just hope that when they drop them that they kind of just because they would be they always do things like you know they'll drop something and like we're supposed to forget about it. I kind of hope this is one of those things like they just drop the titles and then the tag team just never existed. And shit, shit, I wouldn't be opposed to them even just like maybe retaining here at Money in the Bank, and then Raw is gonna be in front of their first live crowd. They lose it on Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could even be better. Shit, that. you know what? They they might even just run it back with the fucking Viking War Raiders experience on Raw, and they win it there again. Yo, yeah, we got the villain in the house. Heroes pop. Hey, that's something they would definitely do. That's something they definitely do because they always do rematches, like you know, consistently weekly by week. So you mean Raw Rewind? Yeah, yeah, exactly. they, they can do that consistently. Oh. So, I'm so so. Uh, so, Rob, I just really don't like AJ in this tag. It just, I don't know, just tag team. Yeah, on the topic of almost though, they have so many better mobile, agile big men. But since he has that height, you know, they trying to make a star, I guess. Yeah, it would, and you know what? It would have been better if they just kept him as like the bodyguard. And then, like, you know, huh. even that point, he, he just. He got over because he was surrounded by good people. <laughs> you know, yeah. he was just like he was in just, a good environment for that. He was if, you, if he just said as the bodyguard, to, uh, Shane McMahon, have, you, know? you could you could have had him just be the bodyguard and just have AJ do like some had just kept, just have AJ be a heel and kept you know just kept having AJ be pushed, you know, win matches and everything like that. But like the whole tag team thing, man, it's just like come on, man. Like this tag team is just like Right. So, so they haven't really done anything with AJ Styles in a minute, too. It, it kind of upsets me. They, need, they really need two, two things before we get to that. One, you can tell they're big on Omos because one little thing he's big. I noticed. Well, big. But they try spotlighting him whenever I, whenever they can. Here's an example. Like, I don't know if you follow. I'm assuming you probably all follow The Rock on Instagram. You know, I don't know if you remember, like, last year when he posted, like, the eight-minute video of him at the PC for the day, like, talking about his daughter signing. Who was in the video? Omos. When they did Taker during... Yeah, when they did Taker during the last ride, showing him working with the big man, they had him there. I feel anytime they can spotlight that dude, they do. Well, but I guess one thing I wanted to do, I should have asked before, so I guess Malik, for you, who are you, like, you really into right now in the current product? What storylines you really in with the current product? And what are you not into? I guess when we go into these, we kind of know like your point of view, where you're at with everything. Oh, definitely not into the AJ tag team. Hate it. Don't yeah. like it at all. Sleeping on it. Uh, I don't like Rhea Ripley. I don't like Rhea Champion right now. I'm a big fan of Rhea Ripley. I've been a big fan of her since she was in the Mayon Classic. She's one of my favorites in the division, but her reign has been terrible. I wish they would book that a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, really into Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the shit right now. Everything he's doing, everything he's done since he's been back has been spectacular. The hair that is perpetually wet. Every, every, everything he's done to me since he's been back has been nothing more than spectacular. He's literally carried that brand, if you ask me, since he's been back. Um, I love the whole story with the man that's dope. Uh, Bianca Belair, you know, I'm digging her reign a little bit. You know, I was I was really looking forward to her match with Bailey tonight, but you know, Bailey got hurt and everything, so it's unfortunate that we don't get to see that again. Um, Bobby Lashley too, man. Um, I'm happy that you know Bobby Lashley's getting this this title run, proper run. Because uh, I I for sure thought he was losing to Drew McIntyre. So I was like, no way he beats Drew again. He beat Drew at WrestleMania. He's gonna meet him again. I said I like Drew McIntyre, but like I was like, I just can't see them. Having Drew lose again, he lost again. I'm like, oh shit! You know, so maybe they really, maybe they're really gonna give him a legit push. You know, I think everybody at some point wants him versus Brock. You know, to happen. So I mean, I think maybe they're trying to build him up enough where he's believed. Because like, people always 
express that match happening, but, you know, there were points in time where Bobby Lashley just wasn't believable enough, even close to being in that match. You know, like, for me, if, if I can have that match. On top of muscles, too. <laughs> yeah, if, if Bobby was ever going to be in that match, it would have to be believable enough where I would believe that Bobby Lashley legit could have a chance of beating Brock. Right now, he does, though. He's at that point where I could, you know, see them going and be like, okay, you know, I could see I could see it going either way, but hopefully they continue to, to, to build him up, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't have it this long. I didn't think he was going to have it. Yeah. I didn't think he was gonna have it past WrestleMania. To be honest, I thought he was gonna lose at WrestleMania. I thought he was losing. Yeah. Well, I'm like, bro, I didn't think he was gonna have it this long. So, I'm happy that he's getting this push. My, I just hope that whenever he loses it, they keep him in that main event picture. Because sometimes, you know, when people lose the belts, they just they get that title reign. All of a sudden, they're just back in the mid cards and just doing anything. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the first red flag for me is when they split up the hurt business, and I was like, you know what? He's losing at WrestleMania. They're they're already that they're 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 gonna ruin it. And then they they've been really pushing him. So hopefully, um. He's supposed to, supposedly he's gonna have this big match at SummerSlam. I don't know if you guys seen the rumors, so I don't want to say who it's against. I don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, please don't, Nick. Please don't, Nick. We will thousand percent get into that. But anyway. so the next one, speaking of like disappointing title reign, I agree. Rhea Ripley for Charlotte. Um, you got to think rumors again, but even if, I don't think it's a spoiler. I think we all have a really good mindset. We all understand where sometimes it just you can't hide it. Either today or tomorrow, I'm gonna go today. You gotta to assume Becky's probably coming back, right? Do we all agree on that? Maybe. So, do you, possibly. Been do, you go, do you do the classic Charlotte and Becky, which you know they can have a great match, or do you give Rhea and have Becky be the one? I'm going Rhea here. I just like Rhea personally. You know, besides that live performance at WrestleMania, that was awful by whoever does her theme. That was just awful, in my opinion. Um, I never got to express that because I was away when we called Mania. But uh, I'm not looking forward to this match at all. You know, it, I probably can be good. I don't know. I don't know what you think, Brian, about what they've done with Rhea. I guess I want your opinions because I like usually what you say. But I'm going to go Rhea just because I'm over Charlotte. I've been over Charlotte for a while. I think she's amazing in the ring. But her continuously winning, I am over it. So I want Rhea. I don't know what you got, Brian. About Hit him with it, Brian. Uh, Rhea Ripley has been a flop since the day she appeared on the main roster with all due respect and this is a conversation that we've had on our show quite a few times it has 0, 0.0 to do with her booking you love that it has 0. all to do with her in the ring mm-hmm. she has had countless matches on raw and on pay-per-views with the likes of oscar with the likes of charlotte flair that have been horrible matches horrible you mean to tell me I'm putting you in a ring with a woman like Oscar who's considered one of the best wrestlers in the world? We have Charlotte Flair, who is a 13, 14, 15-time world champion on a way to beat her dad's record. It has all been on Rhea. Rhea was literally given the golden goose. You're getting the world title at WrestleMania. Run with it. And in that ring, she has been botching left and right, horrible matches. Timing is off-key. Her turns into... I'm using wrestling inside terms. Her dummy turns into opponents have been horrendous. This girl has been garbage since she's been called up on a main roster. Plus, she's feuding heel versus heel when we don't know who to cheer, who to boo. For fans that are still like still getting into the product and learning the product, don't know who to cheer for, who to boo for. This is a match like Nick said, Nick said earlier. I don't care who wins. I'm to the point where I'm like, give the belt to Charlotte. Like, like I'm at that point. I'm just like, give the belt to Charlotte. Get this girl off my television. I'm sorry, she's been horrible from the jump. Don't get me wrong, her NXT run was great. Her stuff in the Mae Young Classic was good. 
her progression and evolution into this nightmare character has been great. But on the main roster, she's been a total and utter flop. I have a feeling she's not going to lose the belt because they're probably going to go Rhea versus Becky because people are going to complain about seeing Charlotte versus Becky again. So I see WWE giving or having Rhea keep the title for tonight. So unfortunately, my pick's going to Rhea. Do you, before we go, do you guys think they're doing the heel who we don't know who to make a face because Becky's clearly going to come in with whoever wins as the face? Most likely. Most likely, yeah. I mean, but we, I don't know. We live in this era today. Like, heels and baby faces, it's not really – it's not the same anymore, bro. Like, they still have heels and baby faces, but it's like – I think it doesn't really matter anymore in this era because people are going to cheer who they want to cheer no matter what. If you're a baby face and you, they like you, they'll cheer you. If you're a heel and they like you, they'll cheer you. So I think it just – it's all it just matters is, you know, what, what fans want. But – um. You don't hear what you want, damn it. Yeah, that's the problem. That's really the problem. I am going to go with Rhea, too, um, mainly because I think, you know, if Becky does come back tonight, which I think she could, uh, I think she'll be the one to take it off her. Um, You know, we could get Charlotte versus Becky again, but we've seen that for a million times. And they always have great matches, but it's like, you know, fans always want something different. And I think Rhea versus Becky could be, you know, that's definitely something different because we haven't seen it yet. So I, I just, you know, Charlotte, I love Charlotte too, but she's kind of like, you know, how Drew McIntyre was for a long time. She's always in the title picture. And just, that always bothers me because I just feel like they never put her in storylines that don't involve the championship. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, people were always complaining about Triple H when he was in Evolution. He always had the world title because they never did storylines without him involving that. Is a mystery. You know I mean? The reign of terror, they want to call it. They never put him in storylines that didn't involve the world titles. Okay, he can be the champion here and there, but like when he loses it, can we have storylines that don't involve him with the title for a little bit and then we can come back to it? That's why I'm happy Drew McIntyre isn't in the title picture right now because I actually like him, but they were pushing him in that title picture so hard, it, it was kind of making me dislike him for a, long, for a period of time. And I, I, didn't, I didn't like that. I was like, man, I really like him, but why does he keep getting title opportunities? He's losing. He, why does he keep getting rematch at the rematch at the rematch? And he's still losing. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you lose the belt, you can get a rematch. But if you lose again, you're, you're getting beat by the same person over again. Why are you still getting rematches? That doesn't make any sense. Why can't you do a storyline for a little bit that doesn't even involve a championship, rebuild yourself, and then you can come back to the title? So hopefully they can do that with Charlotte because I've there's – a lot of things I think they need to do in the women's division, especially on Raw. They definitely have to build new, fresh yes. stars. You know, SmackDown. You know, right now they get—I mean—they're getting Tony Storm. They got Shotzi Blackheart now, and um, Tegan Knox, and they also got Bianca. So Sasha Banks is going to come back soon at some point. Um, Bailey's there, but she's injured right now. And so, so yeah, they got you know Liv Morgan, who's, who's getting steamed. Selena Vega's on there now, so they got some good stars on SmackDown. For Raw, though, you have to—you have to keep building up new stars because when when they had Becky there. You know, the, the the matches for a while were just Becky versus Charlotte or just Becky versus Oscar. Just, it was the same. you got to build up fresh new stars for these people to face. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to have these people be the champion, you got to build up fresh new stars. You don't even have to win the title. You know, you, you can you can still lose matches and still be good about how you're booked afterwards. You know what I mean? So these, these people need new stars in, in, in the division that can help build stars for, for the future. So hopefully, you know, you know, Becky versus Rhea is cool. I'm cool with that. Becky wins the title. Okay, cool. Because Rhea's going to lose at some point. So even if she loses to Becky, I don't think it would hurt her anyway. But when Becky becomes champion, I don't want to keep seeing Becky versus Rhea in four pay-per-views in a row in rematches. And then Charlotte comes back. and then we Well, that's what you going to get. Spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> and that's the worst thing about WWE. So, I tell, I tell era, you what, though. Attitude I tell you era, what, though. All that, they always had, like, different storylines. 
that's why the eras are so important because the, look at all the legends and Hall of Famers that come from those eras. You know, they they focus on building new stars for the future. That's why those eras were so successful. Yeah, and they did it out of necessity because all the big stars fucking left. Um, yeah. What's Charlotte count right now? What's the title numbers? So she didn't get like ten or thirteen or something like that, man. What's she at? How many she got? I think she's at eleven or twelve. Yeah, she's you gotta look it up because when they count her reigns on television, they count the two NXT ones and they throw the women's one in her account. Yeah, so I yeah. think right now they label her as a thirteen-time woman's champion. So, but I Charlotte think is winning roster, he, I think it's ten. Charlotte is winning because if John Cena doesn't surpass Ric Flair's record, Charlotte Flair is gonna surpass the record. I mean, I know it's you know it's the same, but it's different at the same time. But she will have the most title reigns when it's all said and done. You know, and yeah, this is just was, another notch in her goddamn belt. That's all this is going to be. And it's going to be Becky versus motherfucking Charlotte because it's familiar, because it's a comfortable shoe. It's what you get whenever you take out the trash, whatever it's your motherfucking slides that you put on your feet and you just go walk out there real quick, put your trash out and like, well, fuck it. Since I'm out here, I might as well get the keys and go to the store real quick with your slides on. It's comfortable as fuck. That's what this is going to be. Rhea Ripley. <sighs> It'd be what it'd be. But they I'm got her at, they got her at ten times. Yeah. Ten times? Okay. Yeah. So Brian. And they're counting the county NXT one. So Brian, let me ask you this. What's up? So I grew up, like I said, we know when I grew up. So Trish Stratus was big, pretty much the ruthless aggression era, we'll say, because she came up at the end of the attitude era. Trish seemed like she was always in the title picture. And she yeah. only won it seven times compared to Charlotte's whatever. Mm. Now granted, Trish is beautiful. Trish was great in the ring. You know what I mean? But from you, I guess, like me, like, I like Charlie. I think you can't doubt what she does in the ring. But you get sick of seeing her. Yeah. With you, like, so I'm young. A little bit. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't care too much about women's dress because I was younger. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I was, was Trish getting the treatment Charlie gets now? Was Trish like, oh, my God, she's the champ again, or she's in the title picture well, I mean, again? Now, granted, really, there, there was less athletic women and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that too. But was it annoying to continuously see Trish, like how people say that with Charlotte? No, not at all. No. Uh, first off, with the Trish situation, whenever she lost the title, there was a gap, and they had other women experimenting with the belt. So whenever the belt came back to Trish, we were okay with it. So you had yeah. the Molly Hollies, you had the Ivories, you had the Jazz, you had the um, Jacquelines, you had Victoria. the Victorias, you had those other names who all had runs with the title. So whenever Trish won a championship, it was an excitement because you know we had Ivory holding the belt hostage for a while. We had, um, like I said, uh, Victoria taking the title for a little bit. Yes. You had the introduction of, Mitch, of Mickey James coming in. Hell, you even had Matt, uh, Ashley Massaro getting title shots. You know what I mean? So yeah. other people were getting shots during that period. So whenever Trish actually got the belt, it felt special. It was same. You could say the same thing about Lita as well. Whenever somebody else got that title, people actually got excited when Trish won it back. Plus, yeah. I think the fact that Trish was a babyface at that time and she was so hot that you know, during that time period, it was more about, you know, the divas than it was about the actual wrestling when they actually had women wrestlers in there that could work compared to a woman like Trish who was still developing and learning and gaining her craft. Yeah. Go back to Trish uh, TNA or yeah, the TNA uh, portion of Trish with Testin Albert compared to the Trish you saw by the time she was retired, two totally different people. So we mm -hmm. saw the elevation of this woman and her in-ring ability get better and better and better and have better storylines and better matches with people compared to Charlotte, where it's like, oh, okay, the world title picture is open. We need someone to fill in. All right, we're throwing Charlotte in there, and she's going to win. Yeah. It's a big difference. Every, 
And then everything is reversed now as far as um, progression in time. Then you didn't have an outlet to see these women. The only place you could see them was on WWE television. Now you can find them bitches on Instagram, Cameo, and all this other stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, it is what it is. It's just like, I see enough of her on my fucking Instagram feed. Then she on my TV and goddamn. Then she had the goddamn ESPYs and all this stuff. He's like, I'm tired of seeing this motherfucker. And and please, someone take Andrade's phone. Every time y'all got sex, stop posting pictures on Instagram when you're done. All right? I don't need to see a sweaty Andrade and a sweaty Charlotte. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh, but, God. All right. So, what we got um, next? Do you have anything? To, oh, yeah. I was going to say. So, next, kind of, we were kind of on a little, I ran by the book. Do you uh, want to get all the singles for- matches first before we uh, take yeah, care yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Let's the big boys the for the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing the money in the bank last. Uh, so we got Kofi Kingston versus Bobby Lashley. I hey, here we go. Everybody talks spoilers, and they get mad at me. So first off, I'm happy Kofi is – Kofi's kind of – I think I would love to see another title reign. We never thought we'd even see a title reign with Kofi. Yeah. So I yeah. think they kind of throw – they kind of feel Kofi can kind of maybe do what Dolph Ziggler does. Never win, but put him up there. But I'm cool with that. If Kofi's that guy where it's like... But Kofi's always been that guy. <laughs> well, he's like... I think this is the first time, besides when he was champ, that he's had a one-on-one title match. I'm pretty sure this is it. I know he's been so in... Like he's never got a rematch for it. This is his official rematch right here. Yeah, so you know what I mean? So I'm excited that Kofi's in this spot. And I hope, even if he never wins another title again, like say, whoever, another heel... Yeah, this is the write-off for Kofi. It's like, this is a... Oh, get your goddamn title match so you can shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, so... But we all know, August 21st, in a full-out Legion Stadium... Oh, this is a good point, too. We're gonna hear... Goldberg. You sorry, son of a bitch. Goldberg. Fuck Nick. The only... But here, tell me if you... uh, Granted, we never thought Goldberg would beat the Fiend for the title... Only, I want to see Bobby be champion for long. Yeah. Only thing I like better about Goldberg and Bobby versus Goldberg and Brock is one thing. I'm very confident Bobby's going to win against Goldberg. But yeah. you never know. But with Brock, I wouldn't care if Brock was the one to beat Bobby because Brock's legitimate enough to obviously beat him in real life and WWE. And but re- um, Yeah, and real quick, like to go with, Matt, to, and to go with uh, Matt's comment here or whatever, that would – to what Nick was saying about Brock, that would kind of be an indicator that that has a possibility of happening. Because we know every time Brock went up with against Kofi, like Beast in the East and, you know, for their title match, lightning fast. And this could be the same thing because we saw Kofi. you saw that promo that Bobby cut on Raw. I mean, he coming in serious. So, I mean, he's, I mean, yeah. Bobby Lash is yeah. obviously winning. And I think Kofi Kingston will play the underdog baby face extremely well. Fans will probably get behind them and they'll probably have moments in the match where they'll get you where you think he's going to, you think he could win and everything. But at the end of the day, Bobby Lash is going to, you know, he's going to dominate. I think think this match is going to be resembling the Dolph Ziggler Goldberg match actually in SummerSlam 2019. I think the bell's going to ring trouble in paradise instantly. Like, I think it's going to be something along them lines where Kobe's going to have the shot, but it's still not going to be more than like, Seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like Matt said, he gonna kill Kofi quick like Brock did, and then him and Goldberg is gonna have like a just a furious if they go if they go that fucking right. I hope they don't. If they have the Goldberg match, it's gonna be sim. It's all the matches here on out is gonna sim is gonna be similar to what Brock did. So it's gonna be quick with Kofi, 
It's going to just be an all-out brawl with fucking Goldberg ultimately going over with uh, Bobby. And then when him and Lesnar meet, they can point out the similarities and be like, oh, we've been waiting for this for a long time. And hopefully it's not goddamn Goldberg and Lesnar uh, fucking WrestleMania 2020 or some shit. 20, uh, 2000 or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, WrestleMania 20, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean... I don't, I don't have no issues with Goldberg coming back and wrestling, but why is this motherfucker always getting title matches? That make no sense. Uh, I don't, even don't understand. Uh, I had to kick you real quick. Dude. You'll be talking about Goldberg in a positive manner. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. No, like, cause I, I don't have, I don't have issues with him coming. If yeah. he's gonna come back and wrestle, that's fine. But they always put him in title matches with no storyline buildups that make no sense. Like he comes back and title matches because of Goldberg. That doesn't make sense. No, no and no. people have to remember too. The only reason I really I don't know about this Bobby versus Goldberg, bro, because people have to remember, man, Goldberg only wrestled two times a year, and he's never lost two times in one year. He already put over Drew McIntyre earlier this year. He really going to lose twice. And he gave him the dad. Somebody else over. I can't. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. A lot of people said that he, he was going to lose to the Fiend, but I was like, I don't know, bro. Like, something so, telling me that, you know, something may happen with that. He beat the Fiend. I was like, bro, listen, bro. Yeah. Goldberg still got to look out for Goldberg in the day, bro. Like Goldberg, exactly. like, man, I put over, I put over one of your guys already, bro. But I still got to be Goldberg, man. Like you know, I still got to do my thing too, bro. So I don't know, bro. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Bobby won, but it also it would not surprise me if Goldberg beat Bobby either. Like I could definitely see it happening. Yeah. What you got, Brian? First and foremost, ah. Nick, two things. One, fuck you. <laughs> that's right. First off, f you for bringing Goldberg back into the picture, and f you for thinking that Brock Lesnar would beat Bobby in real life. I'm in sorry. Real in real life, no. Bobby would smoke his ass. Don't get me wrong. Ooh. Brock is a beast. You're, fuck, you're fucking with military right there. As a military guy, you should know that. Hey, hey man, we've we know some weak ass bitches in the military, though. <laughs> How many of them look like Bobby Lashley? And Bobby Lashley. If you got, if people don't know, Bobby Lashley. Even though Bobby Lashley never fought in the UFC, he has a better. He had a better. There's a way better record than Brock does. Way yeah. better. Fifteen and three record yeah, oh, overall. I know. Yeah. What? In Bell, he fought yeah. in he just never. He just never fought in the in the you know in the big UFC. You know, he's never yeah. UFC champion, but he had a way better. Yeah, he, he was way better fighter than Brock Lesnar. Yeah, way better fighter than Brock Lesnar. I think it's different. I think it's different strength or whatever because it's just like. Bobby looked like he is gym and you know object heavy, you know strong. Mm. Freaking uh, Brock looked like he out there just yeah. looking he's spearing oxen and shit and yeah. Brock, power bombing Brock, apes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock's and, corn. Brock's got that cornbread strength. Yeah, he okay. does. But yeah. the problem, the problem is with Brock, Bobby's more disciplined. Yeah, true. With all due, with all due respect, yeah. Bobby's more disciplined. accuracy, precision. Yeah. Yeah, Plus people have, people also have to think too like they're they're extremely similar in a lot of ways, bro. Like yeah. they're both like the same height, same size, wrestling backgrounds, like exactly this. Like they're both like they're very similar. That's why people want to see the match because they're just so similar in so many ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah, I've well, said it for Bobby, years. Bobby doesn't have a cool little ponytail on his head like Brock Lesnar has right now. That's right. <laughs> no, but no, but 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 no. If that fight ever was to happen, like I always said, I don't care if it's in a ring, a cage, or in a bar. I want to see it. You know what I mean? Like with all due respect, I want to see it. And ring fight pit. Yeah, and then with they all just, due respect to hold on, with all due respect to Brock, who's the one ducking the fight? Brock. Because it could happen. I mean, if they wanted to happen, it could happen right now. It could have happened anytime. It could have happened in Bellator. It could have happened in UFC. Because Dana White was open to bringing Bobby in to fight Brock Lesnar, but it never happened. So to me, it looks like Brock's a, Brock's even, always even been WWE, the one ducking. They, the fight. Even WWE still ducking. He's gonna make more money doing the fight in WWE than yeah. <laughs> So you know what I mean? The they could have had this. They could have had this handled in many different ways at any time. 
one guy doesn't want to do it. One guy's been waiting for it for years. That's how I look at it as. And the quote Big E. And the quote Big E real quick. I mean, if you seen Brock in his uh, most recent social media post, he's just a big meaty man slapping meat. That's right. Yep. And people, <laughs> literally, Brock has an ability where he can do whatever he wants, bro. So like, if he wanted. To, if, if, if he really wants to come back, which I'm sure he may come back at some point, he's just chilling right now. But like, he could call Vince right now and be like, "Hey, you know what? I want Bobby at SummerSlam." I'm sure Vince is gonna be like, "All right, well, let's do it." I, I'll tell you right now, with Brock Lesnar, if I was Brock Lesnar, and I heard this the other day on Busted Open Radio, if I'm Brock Lesnar and WWE calls me, I let the phone ring. Mm-hmm. I don't answer that call because y'all need me a lot more than I need you. Yeah, let that yeah, money I- go up. Because you know why? There's another guy down in Jacksonville who got a lot of money, too, who can make a phone call. As much as people don't want to believe that it could happen, it could happen. Brock Lesnar doesn't love pro wrestling. Brock Lesnar loves money. So for all the fans out there, this is all Tony Khan has to do. This is all Tony Khan has to do. He's like, Dad, uh, think I could borrow a couple mil? You know what I mean? Don't forget, Tony's worth billions too. The people got to remember that Tony's worth billions too. So exactly. to me, it's like as much as wrestling fans, or should I say, WWE fans, want to be like, "Oh, it'll never happen." He's a WWE guy. It's possible. No one thought he'd wrestle in New Japan. I don't know. Yeah, he Brock's a WWE guy. He's not like a John Cena yeah, WWE. There might be some loyalty. We don't like, know. Like, yeah. like Brock Lesnar is a he's a businessman. So I mean, exactly. he's gonna, my, and, okay. my, and my point in this in this life, two Rob's gonna hate this. There's only two people who would actively wrestle. I'm, I got my finger on the button. The, okay, actually, I'll say one because he's retired. We'll say there's only one person who would come back for a match that you know he would definitely come back for just WWE. Besides The Rock, but I'm not. Cena's probably the only loyal one. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting The Rock, obviously, like Austin, Taker, them, because you know they would. But mm-hmm. Cena's still active. Like, I'll consider Cena active. He's the only one that is definitely loyal to that company. Yeah. And that, that's why I say w, people who are WWE loyalists will always say he won't do that. And then don't be shocked when he shows up. Look at Kevin Nash yeah. and Scott Hall. They were WWE diehards. They asked for a dollar more. Vince said no. What did they do? They left. And money, bro. Some people money, plus, money talks. But we live in a different era today, too, where it's more about creative control, too, bro. And WWE doesn't exactly. give out that, that freedom of creative control like a lot of people yeah. do. So that's why a lot of people yeah. don't want to go there. Yeah. Because exactly. like what Rob, what Rob, what Rob says about Taker, yeah, he does worse. He wants him to be done and all that, but he respects a man trying to provide for his family, which I do. Mm-hmm. Look at Edge. He says it in his 24. AEW reached out to Edge First. before WWE did. Yeah. And Edge. And I bet you Christian probably did the same thing, but I don't know what his money got, but he probably knew I'm gonna get more really in AEW. One getting over to well, Christian is a different thing. He's just like yeah. wanna be different anyway. So yeah. Yeah. So but and Edge pro I can picture it. Edge was probably like, This is what they're offering me. And Vince was probably like, I will give you anything to stay. And yeah. that's why he said if I was Brock, Vince, eh. Let it go a week. But the, when I and when then, I look at it though, like if, if it came down to it, if it came down to it, no way Vincent Man's gonna lose Brock Lesnar. He's gonna get Brock Lesnar. Exactly. No, no. Like, gonna, so if Brock called him right now and said, you know what, AEW offering me this, he, he's definitely gonna make sure he keeps Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. Now, so yeah. let me ask you this. So let me ask you this, Brian. Because mm-hmm. kind of like the edge way, and you I wouldn't be surprised if Brock ever showed up in AEW. But mm-hmm. say A, because I think Brock's last contract was twelve point five. Say he got a call from AEW said, Hey, we'll give you fourteen. Just the number 14 mil. Same, whatever. I don't care about dates, just 14 mil, right? 
Do you think Brock would, even though that's already higher, Brock's in negotiating this. Do you think he'd call Vince and say, hey, they offered me 15? Yeah. And so yeah, he yeah. could get Easily. 16? Yeah, like I said, Brock's a businessman. Like, like say, like you, the number you threw out, right? I wouldn't be surprised if Vince doubled Vince the offer. Vince would drop 20. Vince right would, off the roof. He would, he would just drop 20 or double the offer. Like, he, wanted like, he wanted like 30 or 40 when he could something like yeah. that. And, here, and, here's the, and here, if you read the internet, here's the thing leverage Brock has to use against WWE. So there were reports that they were getting him back. They're always talking, whatever. Mm-hmm. They want Brock to do house shows. Because at the point, house shows nowadays are over, and you're lucky. I've always said it. At this point, if you do a house show and you make your money back, like it's good. Mm-hmm. AEW doesn't do house shows. So you know Brock's going to come in Tuesday, Wednesday morning, leave Wednesday night, and probably do two pay-per-views a year. Yeah. But you notice, though, like when he, the, every every other year when he would redo a contract, he'd work more dates because they were paying him more money. So obviously they were like, you know what, we need to work more dates. So he's like, okay, I'll work more dates, but you got to pay me more money. And so yep. they pay him more yep. money. Yep. So I don't know. He's got to pay the play, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say he's a WWE loyalist because a loyalist is like Edge, someone who stayed. Brock's loyal because he knows he's going to get paid more by saying, like, if I was Brock, I might be an asshole for saying this, but if I was Brock and say AEW never called me, I'd say, hey, they called me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he Brock could be like, I don't like know, I said, though, Brock is a business like, person. Like, Brock knows what he's doing. He He's not a stupid guy. When WWE was doing him right, what did he do? He ran to the NFL. NFL wasn't doing him right. What did he do? He went back to wrestling in New Japan. Mm-hmm. When re- when wrestling in New Japan wasn't doing him right, what did he do? He go to the UFC. When UFC started screwing him over with all the drug testing, what happened? He went right back to WWE. Oh, well, I mean, it's it yeah. Brock. And knows he he's got really and he, I want to do my drugs. Yeah, but it was nuts because I was watching the uh, like I, we were talking yesterday. I had it on view in the background, but the ruthless aggression series I was watching. And right when we finished, the Brock Lesnar one came out. So I just watched it, waiting for my girl to come home. I was watching it. And so I forgot who was saying it, but when they talked about him transitioning to UFC, that's literally Brock's life. He gets the fight, train from home. So what, wake up, train for three, four hours, and then go in the backyard hunting or fishing? Yeah, really. That's, you know, that's what you're like, paying. the ultimate dream job that everybody wants, bro. Like he gets paid yeah. millions of dollars, still can be a husband, a father to his kids, and do whatever he wants. He has free time on his hands. Like who wouldn't want that lifestyle? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Brock, when he was first in WWE, him. you know, the, the people people have to look at too is that you know Brock was never a wrestling fan. He didn't know the business yeah. until he got into it, and he left the company because he didn't like the schedule and he didn't like the environment, so he left. Came back with a big than he was. And he got paid more money than he already was. And if Brock, Le- if, if I said I, I strongly believe this too, if Brock Lesnar had stayed in WWE and he was passionate about it like John Cena was, he would have top ten greatest ever because he was already on the on his on the path. Yeah. Push- yeah, they were already pushing him to that level. So if he yeah. was passionate about wrestling like Cena was throughout those years, and he was dedicated to it and everything, he'd been top ten greatest of all time because he and was I'll, already yeah. on the level. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up with two things because first I never gave my prediction on the match. I will say Lashley probably destroys Kofi, like everybody else is saying. Like B Rob, you just said they're probably on the same parallel as Brock Lesnar. And number two, with the Brock Lesnar thing going to AEW, uh, like Malik just said, one of the things that Brock hated about WWE was all the travel and dealing with yeah, people in the back. AEW has not that problem. Does <laughs> not have that problem. Yeah, it could be. Hey, who knows? He might go to AEW and it might re-inspire his his yeah. love and passion for pro wrestling if yeah. that ever happens. The only yeah, thing, though, is that with AEW one to deal with somebody like Brock, though, because, you know, Brock does what he wants. So, I mean, you know, if they ain't going to make him happy, then, you know, I don't know how he is. He's always hear stories about, you know, 
Brock does whatever the fuck he wants. So I'm saying, like, you know, yeah. I don't know if they would want that in that type of. I don't know. I don't know if AEW would want that type of person in their environment. And I'm gonna say Cash in. Hey, hey, oh hey. shit. The man. But here's what I'll say. I'm gonna say one thing before we transition to the next match. You can. I'm gonna grab a bit while name. you do that. Yeah. I'm gonna grab so, a bit while you do that. Uh, yeah. He said I'm gonna grab a bit. AKA, fuck what you said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but here's here's what I'll say, right? And I, you guys can probably agree, no matter age, whatever. Rob did what? 16, 17 years in the military. I'm about to hit 10. We travel. We do all this physically demanding, whatever you know. Not all the time, right? And at 28, I joined at 18. I feel like I'm 58. I don't blame these dudes for, <laughs> for not wanting more money because they're doing it however many days a year, going through tables, going through ladders, getting on small ass airplanes, doing that. I don't blame them. Like I look up every year. I always try to Google how much they make. And I think it's around this time of year they release the salaries. And when you see a dude like Kevin Owens, who I think he made a million or maybe two million last year, my man's going through tables and ladders every week. Like F that, just F that, like F yeah. that, F that. Grind, <laughs> like I, I'm grind. over here, I'm over here, and I run, and I'm like, yo, I'm done. <laughs> right. I give hey, these Dan, dudes so much credit. Yeah, hey Dan, before we uh roll into the next main event card, we're gonna I need your thoughts and opinions on what we already covered. Just give us a quick prediction, and we'll roll right along. The kickoff show, we got the Mysterios versus the Usos. Who you think gonna pull that off? I'm having connection issues. What'd you say? Need my thoughts on what? Um, just real quick predictions so you can catch up with us. Um, Mysterios versus the Usos. Who you think gonna win that for the tag team titles? Usos, just to right. uh, just to add a uh, turmoil to uh, you know, eventual turmoil to uh, the whole head of the table story. Just like yeah. I said, a little beefs and and you know, infighting. Jay has been down. Jimmy is the I'm my own man type, you know, type guy. So, you know, Usos for the Usos for the win. All right. Uh, Viking Raiders experience War Machine versus uh, AJ and Almost for the titles. AJ Almost, nothing more to say. Viking Raiders are just fodder for a beat up. All right. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair for the women's title. Uh, this is too, uh, though Charlotte is perceived as the greatest in the world, as far as women are concerned, perceived, perceived as, um, this is going to be one of those shitbag matches where Charlotte's going to have to carry Rhea and Rhea's going to have to lose. Mm. He hasn't done well with the, with the, the championship so far. And now, currently, we are on Bobby Lashley. Lashley, Lashley, uh, what, uh, Kingston? Yeah. So, sorry, Kingston. This might last a little bit longer than you versus Brock Lesnar, See? but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, it's it is not Kofi Mania anymore, unfortunately. Uh, I seen the theory out there. Some people was uh, some posts was saying like there needs to be like some inner tension between the new day. Though I don't agree with that needs to happen, still, that has nothing to do with him getting his ass whooped by Bobby Lashley. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Bobby needs to run with this championship for at least a year. The wheels fall off. At least a year, and then and then he has to drop it. All right. Yeah. So now right, so we are clearly. Oh, so you're good? Uh, 
Next, we got Edge versus Roman Reigns, the Universal title. It's going to be a banger of a match for sure. I love that Edge has been on just in his return with the whole breaking the chair out, doing like cross lock with it. I think it's been great. Um, but the writing is the logo on the wall. Face. Yeah, the writing's on the wall. <laughs> the writing's on the wall for SummerSlam, Reigns, and Cena. But regardless, even if that wasn't even writing on the wall, I'm going with Reigns. Reigns is just way too hot to drop that drop that strap. Reigns is going to win here. Work. Uh, what, what you got, Brian? Uh, I, of course. I mean, like, it seems like it's becoming a common thread here, but I have to go with Roman. Uh, Roman has been on fire this entire year. Um. Edge's plans are already predetermined, as we see him and Rollins at SummerSlam. Looks like it's going to be a thing, which I can't fucking wait for. Um, and Cena's pretty much knocking on the door saying, are you sure about that? So I'm going to go with Roman. <laughs> Word. Malik, what you got? Roman, 100%. Um, I think that uh, Edge and Rollins definitely happens at SummerSlam. Maybe, you know, I could definitely see Rollins coming out, costing Edge the match tonight. You know, help him. And sets up the match for SummerSlam. Then we get Cena versus Roman at SummerSlam. I, I think that Roman honestly can hold the belt up for two years, to be honest. I don't, I don't think he's losing that title anytime soon. I think he's going, WWE is going to make sure he has one of the most dominant championship reigns we've seen in a long time. And I think they're going to solidify him where, you know, years from now, people are talking about his championship reign as one of the best ever. So, uh, Roman. Definitely winning tonight. I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, I really want to see this match happen at WrestleMania, the one-on-one match. Even though the triple threat match was cool, but the one-on-one match between Edge and Roman, I'm really looking forward to it. So I uh, definitely think this will be a show stealer tonight. So Edge, Rollins is going to be a banger at SummerSlam. Uh, but Roman, he's, he's, he's not dropping that title. All right, Dan, what you got? I, I One point I want to say off of Malik's uh, uh, comments is I that I agree with Roman having a long run is because let's think about the years the years that vince has been trying to make sure he got (laughs) you know make sure to make sure that this man got over on us finally found the gimmick that worked now he gotta let it ride though i'm getting tired of the, the the head of the table gimmick he's gonna win against edge it's gonna be a good match probably anywhere north of 25 minutes to 30 40 minutes but it, uh, yeah, Roman for the win with the with the, the, the a choke out, and that's that. Word, your man, your man still up there talking through his teeth and shit. Just like, you know, <laughs> bro, the head of the people. He sound like when Macho Man used to grumble and shit. But you know, yeah. no, don't 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 disrespect Macho like that. Don't hey, I'm just saying the similarities. <laughs> I ain't say he was on the caliber or the level. God damn it, you can you can be similar to somebody and not be as good. Is that true? But don't um, disrespect Randy. Yeah, all right. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I apologize. I, I I humbly acknowledge the greatness of that is the Macho Man, Randy Savage. What what is his name? Lenny Lenny Poffo, Larry Poffo, whatever the fuck his name right. is. Yeah. So let's, I, let's remember we all we all gotta acknowledge uh Big Baby Jesus over Nick's bed too. Remember that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Big Baby Jesus. Shout out to Big Baby Jesus. You done seen a lot. You done seen a lot. Acknowledge him. No, 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 we're talking about Jesus. We're talking about actual Jesus. Yeah, that one got Jesus over his head bit headboard over there. The one the one that watched you stroking. (laughs) Like I said, he can't give you a round of applause. You can just bag on where my hands are set up. No. (laughs) Right. No holes. I just hope it don't fall down on you one day, Nick. 
Oh right? yeah, it's just like you do a couple blasts from this, and it's just gonna ah. Oh! <laughs> you hit it the wrong <laughs> way. Touched my God, you were. Jesus seen a lot. Jesus seen a lot. Yeah. What you got? What you got, Ron? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, trying to sweep this under the bed, huh? Y'all want to ask? Are y'all feeling uh, Roman Reigns' theme song? This new one. Y'all like that? I like, I like it. it. I hate. I hate. I did not like it at first. Now I love it. Yeah, it's a change of pace. I, I, like, I like it. it. I dig it. Yeah, it, 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 it didn't like it at first, but it's grown on me. It's grown on me. Because yeah. I, I finally acknowledged it. Yeah, we finally acknowledge it. I mean, he beat us over the head with his uh, greatness, and uh, we just had to submit. I mean, I, 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 I've always liked Roman, though. I just yeah, yeah same like, I've always been. I didn't like the period of time when they were shoving him down our throats, but I, I never disliked Roman. Though. Same I, I wasn't. I'll be honest. I wasn't a Roman fan for a while. Uh, his improvements showed me different, but early Roman was not a fan. All right. Yeah. So, so uh, Nick, which way you want to go? You want to go to women's uh, money in the bank or the men's money in the bank? So we'll do women just because it's here. So we got Asuka versus Naomi versus Bliss versus Nikki Cross, almost superhero, versus Liv Morgan versus Selena Vega versus Natty and Tanita. So my pick, I love to see someone like Selena win. She just came in, be hot, someone like that. But Rob knows this. My woman crush, like forever, is Liv Morgan. She's the other person oh, yeah. I acknowledge. She yeah, she's the other up. person that watched Nick. Damn yeah, right, Nick. Bad, <laughs> Nick. Yeah. Hey, Bad hey. Nick. Yeah. So, I, well, just because she's been on a roll, you know what I mean. Like, lives live makes sense. So I'm going live. I want, like I said, biased opinion, favorite, lover, beautiful, all that. I'm going live. Word. What you got, Brian? Nick, you stole my thunder. I love Liv Morgan. Liv is my girl. I, I you need feeling, the diagram up there so you can see the I, pick. I've been. Hey, I, please, please do. I, I would love her to grace my screen. No offense, uh, the mayor. No offense, Nick Malik. Be rock like not. I will gladly look at Liv Morgan all day long, twice on Sunday. Um, but no. Uh, to and me, Natty. I, I, I believe. I'll say. I'll say it later. Yeah, Nick will tell you after. He, he he's he's got a <laughs> move cross country, Nick. Now, nah. um, Natty and Tamina make no sense for this match. They're already holding titles in their tag team, so that cancels it out. Um, I can see them giving it to Bliss just because it's Bliss. Um, with all due respect to Zelina Vega, uh, she kind of she's in that mode right now where nobody wants to admit it, but her man just appeared somewhere else, and we know how that goes. Uh, Asuka doesn't need it because she's a she's one of the best in the division. Mm -hmm. uh, Naomi could be a sympathy win in my eyes, just because of what's been going on with her. Hey, we, we know how it goes historically. She yeah. got injured, she came back, got a title. She yeah. got in trouble, came back, got a title. The other True. one got in trouble, came back, got a title. This, yeah. this, 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 they, they little click. <laughs> it, it's it's the history. Uh, Nikki, with all due respect to Nikki, uh, I like the new character. I like the fact that she came up with this and she's doing her own thing, so I, I'm not against that at all. But I don't see her holding the briefcase. To me, the story has been lived from the jump. The fact that she couldn't get into the match. And then week after week, she's trying to get into the match. And then she's finally into the match. So whenever I see a sympathy, a sympathy story like that, I start thinking, okay, maybe you have the opportunity to win this. So, Or, or that's just uh, great uh, layers to the when they ultimately pull the rug out from under her fucking feet. She on the ladder. She about to grab the briefcase. Somebody swerve, knock off the ladder, take the brick. A la Cody Rhodes and uh, freaking Damien Sandow. Sandow. Yeah, 
So, you know what I mean? But uh, to me, no, I personally, I'd want to see it with Liv. I always say this when it comes to money in the bank, uh, even though my pick later on, well, actually, my pick later on does kind of equate to this, but the money in the bank match should be to develop new stars. And even though SmackDown's women's division, like Malik said earlier, is really good and actually has depth to it compared to Raw, um, Liv, to me, has been someone that they were starting and stopping a lot. And now that the Riot Squad is officially out of her way, this is her opportunity to truly yeah. step forward and become her own star. So for yeah. me, I am 100% pulling for Liv Morgan tonight. Yeah. And um, everybody, you know what? All right. I, I kind of almost feel like it's going to be a – I'm out of order. But I, I kind of feel like it's going to be a raw competitor to win because of what all of you have said. SmackDown is stacked like the fuck, you know? And then I kind of feel like maybe after Money in the Bank, that's when they're going to start revealing more call-ups <laughs> or – you know, yeah, Nick, I said that. I said call-ups. I didn't say a linear move. You mean demotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. We, we, we'll see, though. What, what, what you got, Dan? Um, I like y'all live Morgan pick for whatever, whatever. Um, but honestly, like, in, in, my, in, in my wrestling heart of hearts, I would like to see Natalia win because yeah. you never done it. Veteran, because, the vet, yeah. you know, she's the veteran and all that good stuff. Uh, and and all the work that she does with with helping these women get to where they are, mm-hmm. like like just a sympathy payoff. Um, Naomi, they have enough black women on the top already, so I think they paid. They think they paid their penance. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> well, Naomi, poor um, Naomi. But this is going to be unfortunate. Unfortunately, it's going to be Alexa Bliss. I believe it. The cards, you know, it's written all over the wall. Uh, you know, she's on all the advertising for it. And, yeah, I, I think, unfortunately, it's going to be her with this, uh, you know, this this bullshit gimmick that she's running now. So, yeah, yeah. be prepared to get disappointed. <clears throat> uh, I'm with John, bro. I, I, I want to see Liv Morgan get it, bro. I've been I've been begging for this woman to get a push for a minute. Um, if it's not going to be her, the only other person I can see winning would be Nikki Cross because the new gimmick too, and she it's kind of got some steam. It has potential to get over. Uh, a lot of people, I did a video on it and said that you know this gimmick isn't bad. You know it, it could get over because we've seen superhero gimmicks get over before. Hurricane, you know Mighty Molly Holly, all those were over at one point. Yeah. Um, and they need new fresh baby faces on Raw, and you know that could be something right there. You know it could be. Something for kids to look up to and role and for the role models for all that stuff. So, uh, and she's been winning matches too. She's been featured a lot on TV. She's been winning matches on Raw. So, I mean, I could see Nikki Cross, uh, so, you know, getting the dub. But Nikki Cross and Liv Morgan. I don't. I, those are my pretty, one of the two. It's one yeah. of the two. I don't know which one. I forgot right. to say I like I like Thicky Cross a lot too. But mm-hmm. I guess did, did you say Thicky Cross? Yes, he did. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yes, he did. All right. Yeah, I like that. Love the new outfit. Love the new outfit. So, yeah, because it looked like she naked from the waist down. (laughs) But all right. So so to round this out, um, given the fact that uh, she does have this superhero vanquish the evil gimmick, I believe it could be uh, Alexa winning and or even if they don't win, I kind of feel like Nikki Cross and Alexa is going to go off and do their own separate thing. It'd be like a good versus evil, you know, Avenger, Avenger, Fucking superhero versus the forces of evil type Thanos, shit. Thanos, you know, Thanos versus Superman or something. You know, something it like. makes it makes sense because they were former partners. 
Yeah, exactly. They were, yeah. Running, they were running mates. So that, yeah, that they worked. always tell that story between those two about something either they cool or they against each other. So uh, eliminating those two. With that being said, um, I'm gonna go with the, the fan favorite of Liv Morgan. I mean, if they want to make if they want to make fans but, happy, Liv Morgan is the best bet. Yeah, they yeah, yeah that, thing, that part what Malik said, but you know, you know who I'm partial to. You know. Who I always got to pick in my heart of hearts, you know, it just warms the cock cools of my heart. That's right. Say a name even. Let me make sure my wife not around. You are listening to the gentle touch. Check your phone too. (laughs) Make sure Google not listening to me. Naomi. Alexa, shut up. (laughs) Alexa, get out of my match. (laughs) I want to give it to Naomi. All right, you gotta hit the button. You gotta hit the button. Yeah, just give it. Yeah, there you go. Alexa later is gonna be Mrs. B. Rob. There's a message for you that he wants to boop. But I I, I get a a, a, I get a piece of Naomi and and it's gonna finish off like this. The (laughs) tingles. I need to know who the hell sings that song. I gotta find those. His his name is Big. He goes by Big Shack. And Big the song is man, man's not hot. Okay, I got it. I'll put it down my Spotify right now. And then next, he, and, he, Rob, he, and Rob wants to take Naomi to the moon. Yes, to the moon. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah! All right, go ahead. All Nick. right, next. Just so you know, I next. did add it. To, I did add it to my Spotify. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop the video in the comments. All right. Next, we got the men's money in the bank ladder match: Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Riddle. Ricochet, John Morrison, Drip Drip, Big E, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. I would literally be totally okay with anyone winning this match. Exactly. But, but Drew McIntyre. But Drew McIntyre. But, <laughs> but so my heart, kind of like what I was saying, I would love to see Ricochet finally get a push. But yeah, that happens. Yeah, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go KO. I'm sticking with it. I want Big E, but I'm, somebody, I'm going KO. We all know it's not going to be Seth just because he pulled the briefcase down on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so right, I, 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 want, I want some KO. What, what you got, Brian? First off, <laughs> Seth Rollins. I love the way he laughs. <laughs> I, I, I will say this personally as somebody who's followed Tyler Black from like the Indies, from like IWA Mid-South to Ring of Honor, to Wrestling Society X. Seth Rollins is officially moving into my top five of all time. I am loving the new gimmick. I love the drip Rollins. Rollins is so damn good at everything he does. I'm sorry. he He's getting up there for me, like overall. Uh, with that being said, the smart money for me would be to pick Seth Rollins, but I'm not going to go that route because, like I said, you have Edge and him pretty much slated for you know SummerSlam. Um, when it comes to Big E, my heart goes to Big E. But yeah. my actual pick in this match is a guy who I feel like he's going to be rewarded for carrying Monday Night Raw, and that is Matt Riddle. I got to give it to Riddle on this one. I feel like you can give the feud with him and Randy a little bit more steam. Like I know you guys were talking about earlier having RK Bro take the titles at SummerSlam, but what have we all been waiting for? Randy to turn around and RKO Riddle. This will be the reason why 
he would turn on Matt Riddle. As fun as RK Bro is, we all know how WWE is. Good things can't last. Ask the Hurt Business. But yeah. overall, I feel like Riddle has been carrying Monday Night Raw. The guy has been putting on great matches. He's the most entertaining portion of Monday Night Raw. He's probably going to get the loudest pop this uh, this weekend when he comes out. And with all due respect to Ricochet, who I think is a phenomenal athlete, with all due respect to Johnny Drip Drip, who I feel like needs to get the fuck away from The Miz and finally have a great singles run on his own. And with all due respect to KO, who's a former world champion, I have to give it to Riddle on this one. I feel like Riddle would have fun with that briefcase, and it would be some of the greatest shit. rolling papers in it. Ah, ah, see, he keeps a stash in there. So, you know what I mean? So, to me, Riddle could do so much with that briefcase. I feel like WWE would make a mistake not to give it to him. I'm just throwing that out there. You see that comment there that with like the Dr. Sebi advice on the side? You got you got the mo- somebody from the motherland trying to hit you with the Nigerian lotto aid scheme. There you go. I, I mean, I, I keep my shit in my pants or you the, it's one of the, you got the ads popping up. You got the, the, the freaking spammers jumping in here. Y'all want some of this Herbalite tea or whatever the hell he's selling? Uh, I mean, Dr. depends. Put up Dr. Herpy. Just do this. I don't trust anybody with a WhatsApp. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Who you got, Malik? Uh, so I, the person I would love to see win would be Shinsuke Nakamura. I really love to see him yes. take championship push. Uh, I've been a big fan of him since New Japan. Loved his NXT run. When it came to the main roster, won the Rumble. I thought he was going to you know if they were going to do him right. And they just, they ruined that too. And I, I him with the new King gimmick, it's all right. But I, I, I would love to see him win the Money in the Bank. Um, John Morrison, Ricochet, do this in there for high flying, taking spots on the reason they're in the match. Um, Jesus jumped up, jumped off the top rope on Nick. <laughs> Kevin Owens, don't, don't see like, Kevin Owens. I got to get this deal. Don't see Kevin Owens winning. Uh, Seth Rollins, don't see him winning either. Uh, I do think that at some point, uh, I think him and Edge have a match at SummerSlam, and then after SummerSlam, that's when we get the feud to him and Roman for the titles. Um, or title, not titles. <sighs> Honestly, though, man, to be honest, I said this at Hell in a Cell, bro. So when, when WWE has to tend to do things where they'll always do something that the fans want, but in the, but they'll always end up doing something that they want to do at the end of the day. And we all know they want Drew McIntyre to be in that spot. They just didn't put him in that spot because fans were rejecting him for a little bit. And I said something at Hell in a Cell. I said, you know what? Watch him lose the Hell in a Cell match, and then he wins Money in the Bank and goes to SmackDown and has that briefcase. And I can definitely see it happening because yeah. in WWE's booking lots of things, they're like, okay, you know what? You don't want Drew to beat Bobby. That's fine. We'll have Bobby beat Drew. But we're still going to push Drew, and he's still going to be one of our guys. So we're going to put the fucking briefcase on him, and then we'll move him to SmackDown. Now he's not on Raw anymore. He's on SmackDown. Now he has the briefcase. So he's not technically in the championship picture, but he has that briefcase. So you know that at some point he's going to be back in that championship picture. So I could I could see that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Drew McIntyre walks around, uh, wins that briefcase tonight. Um, I think, I, I don't know, Big E, though, it could be big for Big E. I think he definitely needs that push, uh, you know, I think the point of him splitting up from the new day was for him to get that push in the singles run. So, you know, if not now, why not, you know, win? You know what I mean? So uh, Matt Riddle, too. I can't see it. I can't see Matt Riddle winning it. I, I would be surprised, honestly, if he won it. Um, I wouldn't be against it, though. You know, I think what he's doing on Raw is fantastic, especially with Randy. Uh, but him winning, I just I, I couldn't see it happening. I would be, would be really surprised if he did win it. So. For my pick, it's, it's either going to be Drew McIntyre or, or Big E, one of the two. And I don't see uh, two SmackDown guys or two Raw guys winning it. So 
depending on which match is first. I don't know which which one yeah. of the matches gonna be first, but um, say if the women's match is first and they gave it to Liv Morgan, then I I, I would go Drew McIntyre. If they give if Drew McIntyre doesn't win it, then it probably be maybe it'll be Nikki Cross or Alexa Bliss, one of the two. So, all right, hit us with it, Dan. Um. Yeah, so I, I could see Shinsuke because of the whole stop Asian hate stuff going on right now, and just Whoa, to prove you don't take it there, huh? <laughs> just to prove Stephen Smith wrong that hey, you can be a champion with the translator. <laughs> That's but nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Biggie, or I hate to say, just like Malik said, I hate it that they're gonna give it to Drew McIntyre again. I think he did what he had to do during the pandemic. That was enough. They don't owe him this moment in front of the fans. They don't they don't own that. They don't owe him that. They don't owe him that at all. They don't owe us fans that at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Biggie is owed this, in my opinion. You give him the IC strap, you make him lose it like that. Mm-hmm that quickly when you you propped them up you was giving them this huge huge run with the ic title zap took it away from the next pay-per-view almost or pay-per-view or two away they need to fix that with him eventually again this is homegrown talent this is talent that they've propped up and built and we said it already the reason why they were the number one tag team in wwe and all of that Continue on that path and make this brother eventually the champion. Let him win the money in the bank. Though I do also like the riddle pick, I'm sticking with Biggie. Mm-hmm. All right, quick the riddle question. Pick, riddle pick makes tons of sense. Really quick, Rob, before you go, I want to ask Malik and Dan this question. Do you think if Drew was to win the money in the bank tonight that that crowd would turn on him? Yeah, I mean, but people, people also have to remember too, though, man, is that I've talked to, I've done a podcast with a lot of people, and Drew McIntyre, they may not love him where we're at, but he's beloved in Europe because he's one of them. So right. I've, I've done podcasts with people who are from London and from other places from Europe, and they love Drew McIntyre. They mm-hmm. they 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 love him because he's one of them. So that's why he he represents them. So even though if he wins to us, we're like, oh fuck, Drew's getting pushed again. He he's he got a whole country behind him right now. Who, who, no, no, who, I, who, I I agree with that statement. But I'm talking about like, do you think the WWE fans in attendance, like the reaction yeah, yeah, that you would think, get, would probably be I mean, more I, sour. I, I think if he wins, uh, don't you dare be sour. It, it'll definitely be a mixed red. But you got to think though, like, you know, people want Liv Morgan too. So does WWE really give us two money the bank winners that we really want to see? You know what I mean? So like, I feel like they're gonna weigh your options because, like I said, Drew. I told people Drew McIntyre is gonna be the champion again. He's gonna be in that title picture. He's he's a main eventer. He's gonna be in the main event spots. He's just not in it right now. But eventually, he's gonna he's gonna be in that spot again. So I just feel like. Like I said, WWE tends to do things where they'll give us a little portion of what we want, but then they eventually man is always going to do what he wants too. So even though like Drew McIntyre may not be our guy, he's his guy. So mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre is one of his guys that he's going to continue to push. Same with Roman. People didn't like Roman for all those years, but Roman Reigns was still going to get pushed because he's he's right. his guy. Man, yeah, man, yeah. man, man, event four WrestleManias in a row. John Cena never even made event four WrestleManias in a row. You know what I'm saying? So the man is always going to. To give us a little bit of a mix. And that's why, you know, when he lost the Hell in a Cell match, that's why I said, you know what? He put Bobby over. They did what they want to do with Bobby. So, obviously, they're high on Bobby. But they still want Drew to be in that spot. So, yeah. they're going to be like, you know what? We had Bobby Lashley beat Drew McIntyre. But Drew McIntyre will give him the money in the bank because he's still going to be in that spot for us. 
So even though they may turn on him, something like WWE's going to care. You know, they rejected John Cena for all those years. They didn't stop John Cena from winning all those matches. They rejected Roman all those years when people didn't want to see Roman in that spot. And they don't care. You know what I'm saying they don't. That's why I said the heel baby face thing doesn't really matter because even though they hear the reaction that the people are saying, you know, they didn't want Roman to be in that spot. They heard it for all those years. But WWE's like, he's our guy. Whether you like it or not, he's 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 one of us. You know, he's, same he's thing with Cena. So same, same with Cena. Cena. All those years, you know, John Cena. Okay. People respect John Cena. John Cena, my favorite all the time, too. I grew up in the John Cena era, so that was my guy growing up. But all those years, you know, he's beating all these guys. People are like, we don't want John Cena anymore. Give us something different. So they'll do a little different. Okay, CM Punk was hot for a little bit. We'll give you a little bit of CM Punk. But then John Cena comes back around, and he's back in that spot again. You know what I mean? So the same, I think, is going to be with Drew McIntyre. You know, people, people don't want him in that spot now, and they did in the beginning. But he got overpushed in that spot, and now people are like, you know what? We don't want him in that spot anymore. He, he, he overdid it. But WWE now is like, you know what? He's in that spot now, and he's going to continue to be in that spot. And even though you may not like him, he has a country that, that is behind him, and we like him. So that's why I definitely say I wouldn't be surprised if he won. If, if the men's Money in the Bank match opens the show, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they open the show because obviously Roman and Edge is going to be the main event. So. And there's already been rumors going out there that Drew McIntyre is going to be switched to going. He's going to be put on SmackDown when the draft happens. So that's why I definitely could see him winning Money in the Bank. And he may be the guy to take, take it off Roman for all we know. You know they're, they're, people are always asking him who's going to be the one to throw in Roman. Could be Drew McIntyre, bro. It could be him right there. They got beef. They got beef. Yeah. They owe him because he put Drew. Send Drew. He put over I, other top guys on Raw, so WWE may feel like you know what we help you, you help put over Bobby and establish him on Raw. So we'll give you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll help. And if he beats Roman, that'll, that'll, that'll push him back into the top picture. So see why don't I don't get twisted though. You don't get twisted. I like Drew McIntyre. I do too. I do too. Damn good. But it's it's a. I'm tired of it already. Like I'm tired of it already. How many times did the title bounce back and forth on him during the pandemic? He gave us amazing matches during the pandemic era. But just like them throwing Ricochet in this match to say, "Here you go, thank you for your service." It's like, no. When are you finally gonna give us what we want? Yeah. We don't want Drew right now. Give us. Somebody like a ricochet. Give us a big E. Hell, like you said, Brian, the Matt Riddle winning would make the most sense. And then you can then put it again. The Viper strikes again, comes back and takes the belt from his partner if he catches in and wins it. But Matt Riddle is just way too hot right now. I agree. He should win it, though I want to see Big E. But mm-hmm. what's the name yeah. and, and Drew? I can see, I can see again, this is where the WWE is gonna lose. They can no longer pump in the fake crowd noise, yays and boos. So oh, they're now, still doing it. They're oh, still they, doing they, it. They, they, well, still yeah, probably, they were doing it on probably, SmackDown. Yeah, they well, did it Friday. Yeah, well, then then they're gonna have to drown the cheer. They're gonna have to drown some of the boos with the cheers in the crowd on TV. Yeah, we we, we, we won't so, truly know for a, a long time because us sitting it's, at it's home, we again. had the mercy of their production truck. Drew McIntyre was in the WWE title picture for 15 months. So from WrestleMania 35 until Hell in a Cell, he was in every WWE championship match on the pay-per-views. That's a, that's a long time. So that's why yes. fans got so sick of him. But now WWE's okay. We'll, we'll set, that's why they put this stipulation. In. So if Drew loses, he's not in the championship picture anymore. But technically, if he has the money in the bank and he wins it, he's still not in the championship picture right now. But he'll get back in it eventually when they're ready to put him in there. Yeah. See, the, See reason, but- I don't, the reason I don't think he's going to win is because they want to give Drew that moment in front of fans. 
They did it at Mania, which was smart. But if you've been watching Raw, he'd been feuding with Jinder. Jinder's going to cost Drew this match tonight. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, so, so you mean shenanigans? Shenanigans. He's going to, because it's going to set up Drew and Jinder. I can at see that. SummerSlam. Because I, I thought originally, like I think I said to you before, I thought SummerSlam was going to be Fiend and McIntyre. Because it's going to get to the point once, but then the Fiend took some mental health time off, which is very fair. But it's going to get to the point, I think, with the Fiend, that if you're not fighting the title, just like Taker, you want to fight Taker. Well, now Taker's not there. You're going to want to fight the Fiend. So it's going to be a big match. But Jinder's going to cost it. At SummerSlam, I like Jinder. I was cool with him even being champion. But 95% of that crowd's going to go for McIntyre over Jinder. You're just saying that because you were at the Punjabi celebration with me, all right? That's why you like gender. We saw them girls dancing. We saw all the drums. We saw all the cool lights and all this shit. Yeah, that's why you like gender. Tell the truth, Nick. (laughs) No, so I want to... Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Hold on, Nick. Hold on real quick on your point with gender Drew. Once again, you're making too much sense to the WWE because you are putting two friends together that have a history that have a story that's automatically there that they can build on it's and you can still have the briefcase you can still have drew have the briefcase that is a finger roll bitch will fuck up you can still have drew be you can still have drew be money the bank so have that feud because he's not in the championship picture right, oh, right now yeah, no you're right you're right because then that have it, money in the bank so let me ask have you it this for the case too have it for hey god damn it so I let me ask you work. guys. And I still got to get my pick. <laughs> oh, go. Who you got? God damn it. <laughs> I'm at be- If it's before the title match, uh, freaking Seth Rollins is winning. If it's after the title match, if it main events the show, KO is winning. That's all I got to say. Now, continue. <laughs> so wait, let me ask. So Roman went on, like, record pretty much in this. He rates this, in my opinion. He's either gonna open the show or he's gonna close the show. The day he's it's known, the days of him being like in the middle or over, he's the guy. I'm either gonna open show or close the show, which is bad. This is this is closing. The, this is the main event of the, the Money in the Bank, Edge and Romans, 100. So you think so? Yeah. So do you think? Never mind. That's so that's gonna have a role in that match somehow. So I, I'm sticking with my prediction. I think. Seth Rollins interferes in the match, causes Edge the match because they they've already been teasing that match. Happening. Yeah. What what yeah. I want to see is what would make sense for me is that when they when they gave the match to Edge and they offered Seth to qualify for Money in the Bank, I wish Seth would have turned it down. And say, you know what? I don't want to be in the Money in the Bank. Why do I have to fight in a Money in the Bank ladder match to climb the briefcase? To, to, to I already I deserve that match. I deserve that championship match. I don't need to fight for Money in the Bank in that ladder match. That's what I want to see. And then he could have been like, you know what? You don't want to give me the match. You're disrespecting me. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm not showing up on TV anymore. Money in the bank, whatever. And then at Money in the Bank, he would have come out, cost Edge the match, beat him down, whatever. Then you set up Edge versus Ronald Summerslam. That would have made no sense to me. Brian, what you got? I'm not a fan of Nick Rollins, but he has been phenomenal recently. I'm just going to – I'll just give Malik the credit again here. He didn't have to be here. Set that shit up for later. Let him lose. Let him get all hissy fit out and and just walk out the match. And that's it. What you got, got, Brian? Men's Money in the Bank match goes on first. That's what I I think, too. I I stick with my riddle pick. Post Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston, Goldberg shows up. Spears Bobby Lashley. And the crowd. 
Next thing you know, Riddle comes out, cashes in on Lashley, wins the title. We get Riddle versus Goldberg. Nah. Riddleberg. No. I love you know it. I was that would be the only reason. Two reasons. Say it, Rob. Say it. Say it, Two reasons. Say it, Rob. I would accept Big E being here. I mean, uh, Goldberg being here. That's because Big E is in the money in the bank. He can win. It could be Big E and motherfucking Goldberg. And then it could be Big E and motherfucking. I mean, uh, uh, Riddle and motherfucking Goldberg. I'm flustered. You got me excited. My, my brain is all over the place. Hell yeah. yeah. I want Riddle and motherfucking Goldberg. But I will never see Goldberg in a motherfucking match. But I want Big E and Goldberg or motherfucking Riddle and Goldberg. Other than that, anything less is uncivilized. It would never happen. Goldberg would never work for Riddle ever. No, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't think Gold. First off, we Goldberg, know a lot of things ain't happening, but that's what I want. Goldberg is one of those legends that has a little bit of creative control. That's why he beat the Fiend at at in the Saudi Arabia show, which made no sense. Why he beat the Fiend and became champion? We already know he don't fuck with Riddle to begin with because of the whole thing that he did. And even if he did face Riddle, he's definitely going to make sure he wins that match. And people don't want to see that either. So, and like you said earlier, Goldberg needs a win, right? Yeah, he does. He does. Because yeah, he never loses two matches in a year. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, I don't have issues with Goldberg coming back. It's just that every time he comes back, they put him in a title match. Why does he? Why does he come back and get title matches? There's no Malik, story there. Malik, that is your issue. See, see, that's the true too. Of, the first step of admitting you have a problem is admitting you have a problem. That's your issue. <laughs> that's true too. That's true too. See, that's the thing. Like, that's what they're doing wrong with these people, bringing them back and always in the title. It's just in a oh, title. Like, if you if you brought him back, to face, you could bring him back to face Riddle without a title. That'll sell right there. But here's, but, but here's the thing that I realized, Nick, in in why they consistently bring him back. It brings me back to when Vince McMahon said that he is having a problem getting over stars. The WWE, the way that they're still constructed right now. And the the total control of the universe, as as Brian mentioned, the God complex, they're not allowing it to happen because they're not allowing the wrestlers to be themselves. They're heavily overscripting them. And guess what? To get anything over, they have to continue to bring back the veterans. That's yeah. why Edge gets the pops that he gets. And then also, he doesn't need to be there. That man should be rested up, healthy, and taking care of his life and his family for good. But it's, then, he has to bring the veterans back because they came from the era where they were able to make themselves. They're already over. They don't have to put no extra work into that. And then exactly. also, this is where WWE is unique from any other wrestling company that I can think of. They have motherfucking shareholders. So, yeah, there you they go. The reason that... The reason I'm always saying they need to build new stars is because these part-timers aren't going to be around forever. So when guys like Goldberg, Edge, Cena, when they're officially I, I retired, people are going to rely on them because they're gone now. I beg to differ about the forever part. I'll say this really quick, Malik, because you probably never heard me say this, but Nick, uh, WWE needs a systematic change. It's not about the talent. Yeah. It's not about the products. It's about the way that the company is ran. When it comes to the creative direction of this company, it is the same thing every week for tw for the past 20 years. It's been promo, opening match, setups, screw, screw finishes, all of that stuff. No one is ever allowed to succeed because Vince does not want them to succeed. He cuts it's it more, off. It's, it's, it's more of a global money company now. It's because more of a back, global back company. Back in the Attitude Era, you know, WWE was on their last leg fighting for shit. So they could yeah. do and pretty I'll much say what they want on TV because they have nothing to lose at this point. 
I, I'll so, say this really quick. Just just based off the story I just gave you, right? What are you more excited to see? Matt Riddle versus Goldberg or Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley? Matt Riddle. Because there's heat Matt there. <laughs> there's heat there. Exactly. But we will not get that. Nope. You know what I mean? And, that's, and that's a systematic problem. Think, they can never develop that new star. That I've always seen veterans like, you know, Cena or Taker or somebody, other veterans that come from those eras saying that, you know, Wrestlers need to go out there and take risk or go off script on the promos, but these wrestlers probably are scared to because it's, it's a systematic system now. So they come from an era where you know maybe 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 uh, maybe a uh, CM Punk could be like, you know what, I'll, I'll do a little bit of the script, but I'm I'm gonna throw out my own shit in there and do my own little thing in there too and make it work, and it would work. But now people are days they're they're afraid to do those things because they feel like they may get in trouble for well, that shit. Well, because here's how long that this has been a problem. Let's remember Triple H. He had that King of Kings shit because he was quote unquote punished, I believe. Mm -hmm. You know, let's see. Let's what what happened with um, what's homeboy's name that fucking slid under Titus O'Neil? He touched Vince McMahon's arm, and they got fucking, and he got suspended, got buried because he grabbed them. You know, out of joy, it wasn't even nothing malicious. All London smiled at Vince and got fired. you, You see what I'm saying? The God yeah. complex, that God complex yeah. is what's been ruined. It's what not ruining them, but has been a part of the problem because he has to have total control. If he brought it back to the quote unquote, just the attitude error, their attitude error and said, get out there and get over no script. Here's what you have to hit in your promo and just let it go. And they'll be fine. Perfect example of that. The rain delay at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Every single person loved the fact that they all came out, cut their little promos for the match that was coming during the rain delay because they didn't know what to do. They just said, go out there and do. If they allowed that back on a weekly basis, the game would change. Yeah. They pick and choose, too, and it's, and, it's, and it's an unfair environment to some people. You know what I mean? That's why some yeah. people feel like they can't do certain things because I told people – from the beginning, you know, when the when the shield was together, I told people that Roman was going to be the next guy. People didn't see it, but I was like, he just has the look that WWE wants. He just has yep. the, the whole package and look that they want. He's going to be the, the next guy. What's the, the heritage? Mm-hmm. And the heritage, too. It's all there. He was going to be next in line. And he, now look at him now. Roman Reigns has the things where, you know, if Roman Reigns wants to switch things up, he has a little bit more creative control than, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, a ricochet or, you know, uh, somebody else in the mid-card, you know what I'm saying? Because he's one of their guys. Same with the John Cena. You no, know, John Cena has a little, has more creative control than other superstars. So other superstars may feel like they can't go out there and do what he does because if John Cena fucks up, he's not going to be punished for it because he's John Cena. So there's nothing you can do. When the, that, that time when The Rock was on TV and he went off script and he went to the fans and he was talking to the fans and everything, they said Vince was pissed when we went backstage. Well, what is Vince going to say to him? He's the fucking Rock. What are you going to say yeah, to him? Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing. The best way I can wrap this up and say it is yeah. you, can't, you can't have trust in somebody if you never give them the opportunity to earn it. To be yeah. even or or give them the opportunity to the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why some of those guys succeed too, bro? Look at Steve Austin, exactly. came out the ringmaster. Then Vince, he did he does whole Stone Cold thing. Cause that Austin three sixteen promo. Vince's like, you know what? You got something here. Let's go with it. Fucking one of the biggest stars you ever seen in the company. So because yeah. that goes back to what I mentioned, they were allowed. They yeah. were allowed. Well, to about. Well, That's allow me to end this damn show so I can go get some shit done. goddammit. Perfect, <laughs> perfect cut. I got 12% on my computer too, so I was about yeah. to be out. <laughs> so yeah. perfect. Yeah, so um, man, obviously if I didn't have shit to do, we can go forever, which I love to do, but I can't. So um, before we ride out of here, uh, Malik, you the newest of the of the, the group here. 
let everybody know where they can find you on social media and all the shit that you got going on. Appreciate you guys for having me on social medias, all narcolistic for TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all narcolistic one ninety four, YouTube as well. Um, I do got a bunch of stuff coming up for my YouTube channel. You know, I do a bunch of drafts and everything, a bunch of stuff for like Jeopardy, WWE's for the fans, and everything who, who subscribe to my channel. So uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Always a pleasure talking wrestling, man. Fun chats. Um, looking forward to Money in the Bank. So love to be back on again sometime, man. If you guys ever want me to guess, just let me know. Let slow me down and say your socials again because yeah, slow down, slow down. down. <laughs> oh, social media, social yeah. media is narcolepsy boy ninety four for everything. Narcolepsy boy ninety four. Narcolepsy boy ninety four. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that same same social media. Narcolepsy boy ninety four. Right. Narcolepsy has to do with some sleepy stuff or whatever, but you is woke than the motherfucker on here, boy. Okay, I tell you okay, what. yes, sir. Dan, what you got? You know what to do. The Star Five Podcast dot com. The Star Five underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, fuck Twitter as always. If you're on Facebook, join the um, join the Start Five Podcast Facebook group. We go in on a little bit of everything: sports, politics, hip hop, pro wrestling, funny ass memes. It's a chill environment. Uh, yeah, come on us there. Your memes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's it. I'm Brian, out. what you got? Uh, UWO podcast as always. Uh, we will be live tomorrow on Facebook, uh, doing a raw, uh, excuse me, a raw watch along, plus going over Slam Anniversary and Money in the Bank. Uh, catch us on TikTok. Uh, catch me on TikTok, UWO Brian 401. I got some funny shit I'm going to be doing pretty soon. I just saw some new shit. I'm going to do that. And uh, yeah, just catch us on Facebook. That's the easiest way to reach us right now. And Nick got the catchphrase now that he that he brought up yesterday. Follow the name. Hit us with it. Follow the name. Follow, Follow the name. The name. And then, <laughs> Nick uh, yeah, on hey, all hey, social hey. media. And then Malik, if you ever do one of them Jeopardy trivia things again for wrestling, hit me up. I want to try that. I, I want in. I want in. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big trivia oh, yeah. when it comes to wrestling. See, you, I'm you, you, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. They got the brain for that shit. I don't remember enough shit to be oh, winning. Be, just leave it. If I do it, I'm winning. Yeah, nah, I, I, who's coming in? I'm mean, making my trivia hard though, bro. So I mean, I'll be, I'll be digging I'll, deep. You, you ain't never I'll, seen I'll, one of my trivia. Trust me. I'll, yeah. I'll smoke check you. Word. Sure, oh, shit. Well, we, we, we sure, guys on this um, oh. I, I, I have to hit you guys up to so your availability, but we'll definitely make it happen. I'm Word. Yeah. So, on behalf of myself, <laughs> on behalf of myself, Nick Anaselli, Brian Lopez, goddamn Dan the Mayor. Goddamn Malik, narcolepsy boy 94, I believe he said, because he said it really fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. We are gone. Bye, motherfuckers. Shit. <laughs>